nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. Your host, Don Q. We're going to rock it out Sunday. everybody doing out there today it is sunday october 1st 2023 how's it freaking going out there today all right i know i'm a little amped up for sunday but i'm off again tomorrow so sugar water anywho so guys a couple things good week last week for the detom store thank you for you guys out there, uh, not that it was hundreds of thousands of you guys, but it was two. So, you know what? I'll take it. Two's better than zero, right? So, D Tom store still there, still open. I'll put a couple more things in there. Go check it out, guys. Free shipping, okay? Come to find out, I did a little uh, research. Now, we d- I do have the promo code DTOM. However... Um, if you are ordering something from the DTOM store in the United States, you will not be able to use the promo code. Okay. So it's either the free shipping or the promo code. I will say this about that. It's a better deal getting the free shipping. So I I thought I could do both now for international shipping. Um, I don't think it's free. Therefore you can still use the promo code DTOM. So, guys, please check it out. Uh, seasons are the seasons are changing. I put some hoodies in there, a couple of different ones. I am going to purchase one myself. And um, so, you know, guys, go check it out. Uh, it's a cool little store. I mean, I'm, uh, who am I? I'm just a dude. I'm trying my best. Um, like I said before, guys, if you have any ideas for T-shirts or something you want to see. Send them my way. You know, we'll see what we can do. Like I said, if we if I do a T-shirt collab with with a listener, and uh, the sh- you know it blows up, and I sell a hundred shirts, you know, I'll throw you some bones. So I, I promise. My promise to you is that uh, we are all in this together, guys. So check the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app in which you're listening to this on. And while you're on said podcast link, guys, follow the show. Uh, like the show if you're listening to us on Apple and or uh, Spotify. I think there's only two. You can leave a, a uh, five-star rating or a uh, comment or whatever. Uh, please do so. I had a couple new ones this uh, week. I, I don't know exactly when they were, but nonetheless, I appreciate you guys. When you do that, it helps helps the show out. It helps me out. It helps the show out. See, because the more, if nothing else... Just the ratings. If you don't want to leave a comment, so be it, whatever. But um, if you if you leave the, you know, like a five-star rating, 
what that does is it throws us, it helps us in the algorithm. So if somebody, I mean, I'm just a pissant dude, you know, I've said this however many times, I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast, right? I'm just, just a dude. I'm just one of y'all. I'm nothing special in any stretch of the imagination. But um, in order for me to be able to be seen by more people, that's where you guys come in. So like when I sit here and say, hey, share the show, tell your friends, da-da-da. Okay, I do mean all that. Do that. But it is equally as important to um, to throw that rating in there. Because the two biggest um, podcast apps out there are Apple and Spotify. Because however many people have iPhones, right? Apple. And everyone that has like an Android, granted, you can listen to it on Google Play and, and whatever. But a lot of people have the Spotify app so leave us a rating because um like i said if someone listens to like Tim Pool or dan bongino or whatever someone that's you know a hundred times bigger <laughs> thousands of times bigger than i am and they're listening they might scroll and say oh what's this show about uh don't trend on marika what is that all about it's america some bitch but anyway yeah check it out <laughs> um you know and it, and it means a lot when you when you leave a uh, a like a, a review you know the, uh, for example i have one here this was from wednesday and the name is can cantano okay i don't know who what when that was who you know whatever um five star rating overall great information entertaining uh this person i don't know if it was a man or a woman whatever uh you will learn that this was from the social security show where i talked about um uh, the enslavement of people when we thought slavery was over. So um, this person puts you will learn that Social Security birth certificates is a gateway of being enslaved. The new word for it is yet property of the United States, Inc. Great episode. I know people personally who do not have first certificate. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they mean to put birth certificates and Social Security. And they are fine because they know what they're not in debt debted slaves so and those and, uh, and that means a lot to me because that means to me that people aren't just downloading the show you're actually listening you're listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth and they mean something to you you can resonate with what i'm saying which helps me and believe makes me believe that i'm not wasting my time here and uh granted i've said this all along yes this is just a hobby for me granted if it if it were to pan down the road to be something more trust me i would love that any one of us that work a you know 40 50 or more hour job uh more hour a week job would love to be doing something that you love to do most of us work a job right you, you go to work you might hate your job you might hate your boss you might like your paycheck you might hate that and most of us work because we have to, right? And and I'm and if you are one of the few people that are listening to this that love your job and you love what you do and you you've dreamt about doing that ever since you were a kid, great. Kudos to you. Um but there's a lot of us that aren't doing that. Now this is something that I've thought about doing for for not so much podcasting, but like being on the radio or whatever. And um I <laughs> I guess it's more of a situation of never having the guts to do it. And this is an easy way to break into, I guess, if, if, if that's a good word, to break into the situation. And now that I know people are actually listening to what I'm saying, they're hearing what I'm saying, uh, I appreciate you guys. Now, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so. We are Don't Trade on America, duh, right? On Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And on the uh, Twitter X machine, we are DTOM underscore 1775. If you want to follow me personally, it's PCGC underscore 1775. If you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at don'ttradeonamerica.com. And from all of those entities, you can message the show. You can leave comments and so on and so forth. And I think that's it. That's all I have for today. You guys have a great... Oh, wait, shit, I didn't do a show yet. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just fucking joking. Anyway, so, today's Sunday, right? And, of course, 
of course, right? I believe, I, I could be wrong, and I didn't listen to the show that I did on Thursday, but I'm pretty sure I called that they were going to do the last-minute motherfucking shit that they always do with these government shutdowns. And sure shit, at what, 11.45, I think, last night, they had to wake up President Poopy Pants out of his deep slumber, give him a shot of Adderall to get up there to the fucking uh, Oval Office so he could write, uh, so he could sign his name on the fucking bill. Shocker. Now, I'm going to forewarn you about what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to go over the details, and I'm going to tell you a lot about the people that did not vote for this. And I'm going to break everything down. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not happy about this. I would have much, well, I kind of would have liked to see the government shut down, in all honesty. Because for the last, what, week and a half, two weeks, the, this America, a lot of people in this country have been panicking. And you have one side blaming the other. You have the Republicans blaming Democrats, Democrats, Republicans going to shut up. Right? And I say, I'm sitting here telling you they're full of shit. They're, it's not going to happen. Yes, some people would have been affected. Some people would have been affected. I gave you a list the other day of who was and who was not going to be affected. The government, the country wasn't going to shut down. They weren't going to put a closed sign on the White House. And uh, so I'm a, let me run through the details here real quick. So the House sends Senate bill to avert government shutdown. Um, and this was late last night. So the House on Saturday approved a quote-unquote clean stop-gag funding bill to avert government shutdown, sending legislation to the Senate for consideration hours before the midnight funding deadline. Hey, look at that. Drinking water today, guys. Ah, excuse me. Uh, the measure would keep the government funded at current spending levels through November 17th, and it includes a $16 billion in uh, disaster relief, uh, matching the figure that the White House included in a supplement request. It does not include Ukraine aid or border policy changes. Now, what does that mean? Okay, we're not giving any more money to Ukraine right now. And we're not changing anything at the at the border. So that means if you're listening to me in Honduras and Mexico and wherever else down south of the border, you, you got a little bit of time. Haul your asses up here. I mean, essentially, because we're not doing anything anyways. Um, here's the deal. So November 17th. So you're talking, what's there, 31 days in October. So 17 in November, so they have what forty-eight days, right? If you if they work seven days a week, and we know they don't, um, forty-eight days. Now, of course, I heard earlier it was forty-five, but I'm I'm not an idiot, right? Simple math: thirty-one plus seventeen is forty-eight. Duh. Anyway, no holidays during that course of that time, unless you count Halloween, which you should not. So. The chamber cleared the stop gag bill in an overwhelmingly bipartisan 335-91 vote hours after Speaker McCarthy rolled out the proposal. One Democrat and 90 Republicans voted against the measure. The plan marked as a stark shift in its posture when it comes to the government funding, and it could spell trouble for his speakership as conservatives heighten their threats to confiscate his gavel. But the de uh, decision is poised to prevent the government from falling in off the shutdown cliff, which many lawmakers thought was inevitable after weeks of disagreements within the House GOP conferences and between both chambers. Just moments ago on the House floor, we passed by overwhelming numbers the ability to keep the government open for the next six weeks, McCarthy said in a press conference following the vote. Senator Mi uh, Senate Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell, he's actually, he hasn't finished the statement, he's still standing there staring at the camera, but announced shortly before the House voted, the members of the conference were not allowed the upper chamber's uh, bipartisan continued resolution to advance, deferring the House plan to the House plan. The Senate's proposal would keep the government funded through November 17th, and it actually included, five, uh, we'll just call it $6 billion in disaster relief and $6, uh, $6 billion in Ukraine aid. So, Guys, guys and gals, 
Okay, listen, listen to me close. Listen to me. I am not a senator, a congressman, a president, a vice president, although I personally believe I'd probably do a better job than every single one of those motherfuckers. It is simple. It's a simple solution, okay? We are American. Now, this is no offense to the people listening to this show that don't live in this country. I'm going to assume that from the downloads that I see that are outside of America, okay? Canada, England, Spain, parts of Europe, Russia, Southeast Asia, wherever. You guys know where you're listening to me from. This is no offense to you guys personally. Because I would assume, and my dad said I should never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me, but here we go. I'm going to assume that you guys listening to this show understand where I'm coming from. You guys understand that the the show is called Don't Tread on America, right? Don't tread on this country, okay? So either the folks listening to this really love America or they're from America, okay? So when I say the things I say, I'm not talking about you. If you live in whatever country you live in, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about your countries and your country's leaders. Because I would assume uh, if you live in Spain and you know who I'm talking about, <laughs> you could do a show called Don't Tread on Spain, right? You could do a show, don't tread on Russia, and so on and so forth. You probably couldn't do that because you'd get killed. But nonetheless, you know what I'm saying. And this this is a message to the leaders of your countries. We are not a lending facility. We, this country, are broke. Now, how can you say that, Don? You're, you just said on the other show the other day that America is the richest country in the world. Okay. Not if we're giving all our fucking money away. Right? Can we agree upon that? If you are a billionaire, okay, let's say whatever you did in your life, all of a sudden you had a billion dollars, okay? If you gave one billion and one dollars away, you are officially broke and you are in a deficit, okay? We're what, $33 trillion in debt. How can we possibly be the richest country in the world if we are in debt. If I'm if I average Joe American make fifty two thousand dollars a year, and I like to throw that number around because it's just an easy number, a thousand dollars a week, it's easy math. But whatever. And if I'm making fifty two thousand dollars a year, okay, and I'm paying for a house payment and car payments whatever, whatever. We're not gonna worry about electricity and food and gas and all that stuff because everyone has to get that. Um, you don't have to have a house, you don't have to have a car payment, whatever. But if you have all those things and you gotta eat, you gotta have gas, you gotta go to work, but you make fifty fifty two grand a year. Oh, and by the way, you're fifty two grand in debt. Your credit cards are are maxed out and you have fifty two thousand dollars in credit card debt. You are not a rich person. You are in debt because you are actually in a deficit. So if your $52,000 in credit card debt equals your income, you're, you're flat, you're zero, right? But you have a house and a car and food and gas and this and that and the other thing, right? You are in a deficit. You uh, are, and your personal number is clicking just like the country's personal number is clicking. Do you understand what I'm saying? And most of you guys can, uh, can identify with what I'm saying. Most of us listening to this, and probably people in other countries, have credit card debt because you pay your bills, you pay your house, you pay your car, you do stuff, but you also want to do things. You want to be able to go out to dinner with your wife. You know, you probably shouldn't use your credit card. You really should use money that you have. I get it, but you might want to go on a trip. You might want to do this. You might want to buy that fancy new gun. You might, you know what I'm saying? Most of us don't have that kind of money laying around, so you use a credit card. And then you use it and use it and use it. And I'm not lecturing y'all. Trust me. I'm right there with you. Okay? So how can we, the quote-unquote richest country in the earth, you know, on, on the earth, be the richest country but have a $33, blah, 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 30 motherfucking $3 trillion in debt? That means we don't 
have any money. So whatever money we take every year from its citizens, because that's where they get their money from, we're not a company, we're not manufacturing goods and selling them, we take money from the citizens. And then we give it to other countries. That's essentially, we obviously, every country, if, if you want to say a country is running like a business, essentially, a, a business that produces nothing. <laughs> We're a business that produces absolutely nothing but money. Now, we have bills to pay. We have to pay our workers, which are our government employees, okay? Then we have to pay um, for uh, the company vehicles, okay? So we have to pay for the company vehicles, which would be tanks and planes and boats and this, that, and the other thing, right? And then we got to pay for our real estate. So we got to pay for all the buildings that the government owns. Houses, white houses, capital buildings, whatever. So we got to keep paying all these bills. And then on top of that, we're giving billions on top of billions on top of hundreds of billions of dollars to other countries. And I, like I told you the other day, some of these countries really, really, really do not like us. As a matter of fact, there's about 10 of them that are trying to devalue the money that we're giving to them. Because they hate us so much. It's not even that they just hate us. And, and it's come to the point where in this new age that they know how to hurt us. They don't have to go to physical war with us. They can devalue our money that we don't even have. Guys, I, I, I know I'm speaking to the air in the sense that I know, I, I can't imagine that there's any senator or congressperson listening to this. I, I'm real. I believe that. They should. Maybe one of their aides are. Probably not. But, in all honesty, guys, if we, <laughs> we have to spend money as a country. To have the tanks and have the property and pay our employees. I get it. Um, if, if anyone listening to this has ever worked for a business of any kind. doesn't matter what your business is. Now for shits and giggles I'm going to go with retail because that's what I know. Okay. Um, <clears throat> when a company isn't making money. When their profits. It's not even that if their profits are below. But even if their profits are below what they expected them to be they cut hours they cut employees they stop hiring they stop doing things and it's not even that they stop hiring because we don't need more people you could fire 10 people and they still won't hire anybody because there's a hiring freeze you guys have probably heard that terms before so how many government employees that work for our federal government from on all levels doesn't matter what, what the job is. All levels, if you're a government employee, you understand what I'm talking about. How many of those people are a waste? I talked about it the other day that work one day a week, two days a week. And they're probably salaried employees. So even if they only work one or two days a week, they're still getting paid for five. The thing is, is our government, whether whoever the president is, because, I mean, not for nothing, but I, I don't, I, I, information I probably could have looked up, but I'm not worried about it. You guys get the idea. I don't, in my lifetime, I haven't heard of one president who put money into the deficit. So, if we're at $33 trillion now, and Biden's like, fixes things, which ain't happening, and then next year we're down to $30 trillion. And then the year after that, we're down to 27 and 20. That doesn't happen. It's always gone up. Now, you can sit here and say, oh, well, we've uh, Clinton had a balanced budget. That's not the deficit. That's a budget. That means he said we're going to spend a million, and they spent a million. Right? That doesn't mean anything. None of them have, have not added money to the deficit. None of them. And... I guarantee you it's as simple as mismanagement. You're spending too much money on other things that you can't afford, including employees that you don't need. Now, am I calling for a mass firing of all government employees? No, I'm not saying that. I'm calling for a mass firing of government employees that are useless. 
okay, including some of the fuckers that are on Capitol Hill. Now, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but however many Congress people and, you know, the hundred or, you know, I shouldn't say hundred senators, I know that, and there's 400 whatever uh, people that work in Congress, well, those people all have staffs. They have secretaries. They have pages. They have uh, whatever. They have people that work for them. Now, I assume that those people are getting paid, and then I would assume that they're getting paid from the federal government. So if you're a congressperson or a senator, and I'm sure some have more than others, but why? If this senator or congressperson has a secretary and two uh, workers, why does this one need a secretary and five workers? And why does that one need two secretaries and ten workers? What, are they more important? Aren't they all basically equal? So uh, they need to limit the amount of people that need to work in the Capitol, number one. I mean, these are small steps. Limit people that work for the government in general. We, you know, They just hired 87,000 IRS agents. Do we need those IRS agents? No, we didn't have them before. They were fine. Unless there's an alter- ulterior motive, which very well could be the case. But the interesting thing is this. If you look at the Republicans who voted against the GOP funding bill, um, I'm just going to run through the list. I'm not going to say anything they said unless it sticks out. So Andy Biggs from Arizona, Dan Bishop from North Carolina, Lauren Boebert from Colorado, Ken Buck from Colorado, uh, Tim Burchett from Tennessee, Eric Burleson from Missouri, Michael Cloud, Texas, Eli Crane, Arizona, Matt Gates, Florida, uh, Paul Gosar, Arizona, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Georgia, Wesley Hunt, Texas, Ma- uh, Nancy May, South Carolina, Mary Miller, Illinois, Corey Mills, Florida, Alex Moody, or I'm sorry, Mooney, West Virginia, Barry Moore, Alabama, Troy Nels, uh, Texas, Andy Ogles, Tennessee, Matt Rosendale, Ma- uh, Montana, and Keith Self, Texas. Now, if you live in those states and those are your Congress people, you should be proud that these people actually stuck. And, and the thing that kills me is that that was, what, nine or ten of them, whatever. Um, or I'm sorry, it was 21 that voted against it out of however many. So why is it a big deal? Well, you have a, a handful or a big handful of, of Republicans that voted for this thing because they didn't want the government to be shut down. You guys signed this bill last year for the government to not be shut down last year. You've had a year to figure things out. During the course of that time, okay, <laughs> Now, this is from Government Track USA. This is Congress and the bills that Congress puts into circulation, whatever. Not necessarily that these are bills, but these are bills and resolutions currently before the United States Congress. Okay. (laughs) Currently, bills and resolutions that are currently before the United States Congress. Are you ready for the number, guys? There are 10,227 bills and resolutions currently. That means right now, there's 10,000 plus bills. Um, now, if I'm not mistaken, on day one of uh, fucking Andrew uh, McCarthy, whatever the fuck his name is, Kevin McCarthy, being uh, put in as speaker... On day one, he talked about this. So back in January, <laughs> he talked about this moment. Not these bills, but this uh, fucking federal spending bill. Okay? Part of the deal that he made with these 21, some of these 21 uh, Republican Congress people was that they were going to work on this. This was supposed to be day one. no. Now it's October 1st, 10 months later, and here we are. Now, I'm just going to I'm going to run through a couple of these bills 
or I'm sorry, not bills, but the uh, current uh, bills and resolutions currently before. Now, these are bills put up by Congress people from around the country. And most of these bills have nothing to do with me and you, the American taxpayer, unless you happen to live in one of these people's districts, more than likely. Okay, so these are bills that are looking to go to the floor tomorrow on the 2nd of October, okay? Okay, so one, I can't read the people that put them out because my computer's kind of small and it doesn't matter. I can see red and blue, so one's a, you know, Democrat, House Resolution 2379, uh, to designate the facility of the United States Postal Service located at 616 East Main Street and St. Charles in, uh, in St. Charles, Illinois, as a Veterans of the Vietnam Memorial. Is it? it okay. House Resolution 4821 is from a Republican Dem- uh, Department of Interior Environment and Related Agencies Appropriations Act 2024. Uh, H.R. 34364, uh, uh, Legislative Branch Operations Act of 2024. 4394, Energy and Water Development and Related, blah, blah, blah. Uh, House Resolution 292, to designate in the facility of the United States Postal Service, located at 24355 Creekside Road in Santa uh, Clara, Clarita, California, as William L. Reynolds Post Office. House Resolution 4052. Modernizing the Acquisitions of Cybersecurity Experts Act. Uh, 3944 to designate a facility in the United States Postal Service at 120 West Church Street in Mount Vernon, Georgia as the second Lieutenant Patrick Park. These are the bills. These are just a touch of the bills that are in front of that are going in front of Congress tomorrow to be voted on. So one, two, let's see what this one is. Okay, so one, two, three. Uh, four, four of the ones I just read you are to rename post offices in these particular people's districts. Important to them, I get it. Important to the people in their town, cool. Do I give a fuck? No, I don't. Sorry, I don't. I sorry for the people in New Orleans that want to have their shit renamed uh, Dr. Rudy Lombardo Lombard Post Office, and in and in Georgia and California. Who who cares? I mean, number one, why do we? <laughs> why is this something that has to go in front of Congress? If they want to take the pissan post office in uh, Mount Vernon, Georgia, no offense to the people of Mount Vernon, but do you really care if your post office is named after Second Lieutenant Patrick Palmer? Now, I'm assuming you probably do because this obviously I don't know where Mount Vernon is, and but it sounds like it's probably a small town. I'm going to assume that Second Lieutenant Patrick Palmer Calhoun probably died in action. Okay, thank you for your service, sir, and uh, I pray for your family, because I'm assuming, I don't know anything about Lieutenant, Second Lieutenant Patrick Palmer, but I'm guessing that's the, the deal, and I'm guessing that's the same with a lot of these other situations that they want named after a person. The person was probably meant something to the community, and yada, yada, yada. That's a way to mem- memorialize that person. I get it. Does this something that needs to waste be wasted in Congress? Can't they just do that? I mean, in all honesty, is this something that we have to go and put in front of Congress and it has to be a bill and it has to be passed? It has to, is this something, instead of worrying about sending money to fucking every goddamn country in this world that we don't have, I mean, if we could just shut the fucking spigot off to all these other countries, right? I have no problem you guys going to Congress and talking about naming this post office that and this post office this. I I would be fine with that because you know what? We're not broke. But how much does this cost? Do we need to do that's another thing. Do we need to spend the money renaming post offices? You see what I'm saying? Each one of these bill, bill, bills, <laughs> each one of these bills going in front of Congress, these 10,000 some odd bills are going to cost us money. Guarantee you. Of some sort, 
-hmm. Not that renaming these post offices are going to cost millions and millions of dollars, but they're going to cost something. It's not going to be free because they're going to have to spend the money to put the name on the building. And that's the thing. This is when I talk about useless spending, useless politicians, useless bureaucrats. Every single one of them. And then the 21 that vote against this, they're deemed crazy. They're cuckoo. They're fucking nuts. No, they're probably, the thing is, is they're such a small group of the 400 and however many Congress people there are, you're talking, what, 5% of the population of Congress voted against this. All right, of Republicans. But you, I, I, I don't even know what to say. And, and the thing that pisses me off is this. This is, like I said, this, this is something that was promised day one. Okay? So then, you know, you have to ask the question. How many days does Congress work? Like the people that are in Congress, congressmen, women, senators, how, how many days a week do they work? How many days in a year do they work? Well, I've got the answer for you. After this first commercial break. Hey guys, welcome to... No, I'm joking. <laughs> Members of Congress um, work fewer than half the days in a given year. But those account uh, those account for only quote-unquote legislative days defined as official meaning of the legislative body to do the people's business. The House works only about... You ready? The House, Congress, only works about two days a week. How many days do you work a week, guys? The Senate works a little more than that. Three. <laughs> so, you probably heard the phrase, do nothing Congress, at least once in your life. And I would say we could fast forward that to every fucking session. Um, and it is often a jab at the in- inability of lawmakers to reach common ground to pass important spending bills. Sometimes it's reference to how little Congress appears to work, especially in light of the $174,000 base salary for its members, more than three times the amount of the money that the median U.S. household earns. So, the House of Representatives averages about 146 legislative days a year, since uh, 2001 and the senate on the other hand was in session an average of 165 days over the same period of time so let's see what does that mean what does it what does it all mean basil so now in this country so i just told you the base salary base that means i just get elected to to congress i'm a new congressman Yay for me. I'm representing the 5th district in the state of Florida. I don't know what district I'm in, but whatever. <laughs> and now I'm making 174000 a year. Cool. Right? Oh, wait. I only got to work half the year? <laughs> Even better. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm laughing and I'm joking, but I'm not joking because you heard. So here's the thing. So 170, whatever, 147 days a year. Are alleged. That's when they're in session. That's when they're in the building. What are they doing the rest of the time? Well, most of that work is probably going here, going to CNN, going to Fox, going to MSNBC, going to Newsmax. I mean, I'm not being facetious. I'm being serious. Uh, sometimes you go. these folks will go back to their districts and they'll do whatever and they'll talk to people in their towns and they'll try and, what concerns you? What can I do for you? Well, you can name this post office after this person type things, right? And I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. That's really what happens. So they, not saying they don't work more than 147 days a, a, a year, but they're not, they're not working like we're working. Let's just say that. Even when they're quote-unquote working, they're not working like we're working. Now, 
so the like I said, the base salary is one seventy four. That means that they make anywhere from that to upwards of two almost three hundred thousand dollars a year, depending on your time in. Uh, your level where you're at, like so, Speaker of the House makes a chunk of money, and you you see what I'm saying. You know, like the head of the Senate makes more money than the bottom of the Senate, and so on and so forth. Now, in this country, the median household income is just over seventy four thousand. Now, you might be thinking, uh, I don't make that, you know. And for the mo- most part, you're probably right. Obviously, the number varies from state to state and also accounts for millionaires and billionaires and, of course, politicians. So I didn't break it down. I didn't want to go through and say Florida is this and Georgia is that. I didn't want to go through the whole 50 states. This is America. In America, the average household income is 74000 Like I said, Don, I don't make 74000 Okay, but it's not you. It's the household which means you and your wife or significant other and you still might not make that and like i said (laughs) as high as that number seems you've got to take into account that however many people live in this country that number is is skewed because there's probably a lot of people that live in a household that make that the household income is half than that. Husband and wife making 40000 together. I mean, think about it. What's minimum wage? I think like 12 bucks, right? So if you you and your spouse make 12 bucks an hour each, you work 40 hours a week. I mean, just simple math, right? So that's what, 480 Even if we just say you make $500 a week, okay? You, one person, make $5 a week, or $500 a week. Just simple math. It's, what, 25000 a year? Right? If you're married, whatever, the other person makes the same, your household income is fifty grand. You understand? So, now if you take that into account, and let's say you make $37,000 a year, you make six, you know, twenty-five dollars a, a week, Okay, that puts you around 37000 a year. Well, if your significant other makes the same, you're at 74000 So think about that now. Now, if you are one of those people that making that dollar amount, think how you live your life. Well, I bring home, I make six, or you don't bring home, you make 600 whatever dollars a week, and you don't own a house, you are struggling to pay rent, you might even live with your folks because shit's out of control right now. And that number, as high as that 74,000 sounds, it really isn't, right? You know, but, you know, for shits and giggles, (laughs) we're going to go with that number because it's probably accurate, okay? So, now, most folks get vacations every year, right? Most of us get one, you know, a couple of weeks, three, four weeks, whatever, a year. And uh, most of us work five days a week, right? Uh, wh- whatever those five days are, whether you're fortunate enough to be Monday through Friday, you have split, you're off on whatever days. Whatever your day's off, but if you work five days a week. So how many days a year is that? So if you work five days, so let's just say you get three, three weeks of vacation a year, okay? Some people get more, some people get less, so I'm going with three. Um, and you work five days a week. So with three weeks, you're working 49 weeks out of the year, right? So that comes out to be 245 days. So, (laughs) uh, what did I say? 147. So roughly you work roughly a hundred more days than your average Congress person does. Um, that, that must have been 174. I don't know. I wrote this down. That's 70 some odd days more than people, quote unquote, running the country. Uh, you know, maybe, hear me out, maybe, just maybe, if they'd get their fat asses in the house and and sit there until they get shit straight, maybe a reverse insurrection locked them in and don't let them out until they fix this shit. I mean, 
you know, they signed a temporary measure for, four, well, I wrote down 45 days. That's what I had heard, but it's actually 48, but nonetheless. Uh, they didn't get shit done all year, but now they're going to fix it in 45 days. That is the stuff that pisses me off. <laughs> You've had 10 months, but no, we're going to get it in 45 days. Good, we're going to be good. What, what will happen is the same thing next year. They'll propose some bullshit measure to uh to find or to fix the government for next year and we'll go through the same shit next year because the fuck face waste of space and money politicians don't actually do shit for this country and it's time for them to go all of them i'm not saying we need to get rid of all the democrats blah 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 fucking republicans are running the house okay republicans have the majority in the house and the problem is republicans are fighting amongst each other guys i'm telling you right now this country is fucked we you've got to whether you believe voting matters or not we're going to have to pretend that it does. Okay? We're going to have to, wherever you live, and if you're listening to this show and you've always voted Democrat because you're a Democrat, but you're getting a little tired of things, cool, welcome. We've got to quit just voting for the same people. Whoever's running for Congress in your area, if they're, if it's their turn for re-election this, this upcoming year, do some homework. Whoever your congressman, woman, whoever your congressperson is in your area that's running for re-election, look up their record. Find out what they've actually done for this country, for you, for your district. You can look it up. Maybe instead of getting on Facebook or getting on wherever, TikTok or Instagram, unless you're looking at the DTOM stuff, you know, I get it. <laughs> I don't post that much shit, so you ain't gonna be on there long. <laughs> Find out what they're doing, especially if they've been in there for term on top of term and term and term. And, you know, you could start doing that now. Don't wait until next year when the voting season rolls around. Do it. Start doing it now. Uh, local congressman. Okay, here's Bob Johnson. He's my local congressman. What has he been doing since we put him in office. Not a goddamn thing. Okay, maybe it's time for Bob Johnson to go. Okay. Maybe. I think I think there's probably enough pissed off people in this country that if you think you have an inkling to possibly run for Congress and you feel that your Congress representative isn't getting the job done, you know, maybe you start talking to people in your area. Maybe. And I you know, and I'm saying this stuff and I'm not just talking to you guys and gals i'm kind of looking at myself in the mirror maybe i mean it's easy to say obviously i'm sure it's not easy to do but i i'm going to do this myself my local representative is scott crawford he was a um city commissioner in the city i live in ran for congress when the congressman that was in this area retired um, was a good guy. Couldn't tell you the first fucking thing he's been doing since he's been in, in Washington. No offense to him. It's more pointing the finger at me because I haven't kept track of what he's been doing. But I can guarantee you one thing. When he ran for re-election, I fucking voted for his ass because why not? Uh, you know, so I'm just as guilty as most of you guys are. So what we need to do is stop doing that and and i'm going to point the figure right now real quick at the people in kentucky okay mitch mcconnell has got to go i'm a republican and i'm not saying it's better to have him in there as a republican than lose the seat to a to a um democrat chances are now granted i'll say this about kentucky which doesn't make any sense but the <laughs> the uh state has a has a democratic governor but has two Republican senators. 
I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know the demographics as to why that happens. I, I know Louisville's our biggest city, and I, I just don't know how that works out. But nonetheless, he's got to go. <laughs> We've got to quit worrying about Republicans and Democrats. We've got to get these fucking old bats out of here. Which, you know, to touch on old bats real quick, and I'm not going to disrespect anybody that dies, but you seen Dianne Feinstein die the other day, senator out of California, which brings up a whole other situation of wonder what's going to happen there. Because obviously her term wasn't up. I mean, her term of life was, but her term in Senate wasn't. So what does, it, what does that mean? So when, that, when those things happen, real quick lesson, if you guys don't know this, uh, the governor of said state, which happens to be Gavin Slickback McGillicuddy Jones uh, Newsom, he he and he alone <laughs> gets to choose her replacement. Didn't know that, did you? For example, you guys heard of the governor of uh, of uh, Illinois a few years or a while back? Uh, fuck, blah blah blah, something of itch. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, when um, fucking Obama ran for president and won, he at the time was senator from Illinois. When uh, when he won and took over the White House and really fucked this uh, country, uh, that governor of Illinois was allowed to appoint someone for his seat. Well, if you recall, he recently, or not recently, but one of the things Trump did before he left office was uh, pardon him, because so, he was in prison for what he did about Obama, oh, Obama, about Obama's seat. He actually <laughs> auctioned his seat off to the highest bidder, essentially. So whoever had the money got the seat. Uh, unfortunately, a person still was able to go to Congress, but then he went to jail. Uh, I don't know that Gavin Newsom will do that. He doesn't really need the money. Um, but it does raise a lot of questions. Who is going to... And I saw today, Meghan Markle. Okay, really? Seriously, guys? Seriously? My... I saw I saw one thing where someone was like, well, maybe he'll put camel, uh, camel toe in there. And then they'll have to place... Then <laughs> you take the vice president out of the, out of the picture. You make her the senator. And then they have to appoint a vice president, then it would be Gavin Newsom. And then that means when Biden state that's the conspiracy going around. Uh, I simply ask the question, can he appoint himself? Can Gavin say, hey, I'll do it. I got you. I'll do it. I'm just speculating. Don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Because he's not going to put a Republican in there, so it doesn't really matter. All right. On with more stuff. And uh, here we go. Um, so one of the things that's happening and happened today is you have these handful of Republican Congress people are a little pissed off. This is Matt Gates. He was on CNN with, uh, this dude, uh, <laughs> Jake Tapper, I can think of his name there. And, uh, he had this to say about that. And joining me now is the man leading that charge against Speaker McCarthy, Republican Congressman Matt Gates of Florida. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. So you have been threatening to topple McCarthy, issue a motion to vacate uh, the speakership uh, if he worked with Democrats to fund the government with a clean CR, clean government spending bill, which is exactly what he did uh, on, on Friday uh, and Saturday. The House gavels back in tomorrow at noon. Are you going to make a motion to vacate? Speaker McCarthy made an agreement with House conservatives in January, and since then he has been in brazen, repeated material breach of that agreement. Uh, this agreement that he made with Democrats uh, to really blow past a lot of the spending guardrails we'd set up is a last straw. And then overnight I learned that Kevin McCarthy had a secret deal with Democrats on Ukraine. So as he was baiting Republicans to vote for a continuing resolution without Ukraine money, saying that we were going to jam the Senate on Ukraine, he then turns around and makes a secret deal. Now, I know you and I probably have different views on U.S. involvement in Ukraine, but however you think about that question, it should be subject to open review analysis and not some backroom deal. So, so I do intend... to vacate tomorrow? 
I do intend to file a motion to vacate against Speaker McCarthy this week. I think we need to this rip week. off the Band-Aid. I think we need to move on with new leadership that can be trustworthy. Look, the one thing everybody has in common is that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. He lied to Biden. He lied to House conservatives. He had appropriators marking to a different number altogether. And the reason we were backed up against the shutdown politics is not a bug of the system, it's a feature. Kevin McCarthy's goal was to make multiple contradictory promises to delay everything, back us up against shutdown politics, and at the end of the day, blow past the spending guardrails he'd agree. So how many Republicans do you think will be with you in your motion to vacate? Because obviously for people at home who don't know, you need 218 votes to get him out of the speakership. You don't have 218 Republican votes. You're gonna need Democrats. Let's start with the Republicans. How many Republicans do you have? Well, enough so that when you host this show next week, if Kevin McCarthy is still the Speaker of the House, he will be serving at the pleasure of the Democrats. He will be working for the Democrats. The only way Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House at the end of this coming week is if Democrats bail him out. Now, they probably will. I actually think that when you believe in nothing, as Kevin McCarthy does, everything's negotiable. Okay, but let's and I think be, he'll let's cut be, a deal with, be, with the Democrats. Let's be honest here, though, because if you succeed in, in vacating him, you also will have to make a deal with the Democrats. You also will have to get Democratic votes to kick him out. Uh, absolutely, I will make no deal with Democrats and concede no terms to them. I actually think Democrats should vote against Speaker McCarthy for free. I don't think I should have to deal with oh, them. So you're anything. not going to cut any deals with them? Absolutely not. And I don't think that uh, any Republicans uh, that ha share my view on Speaker McCarthy would cut deals with Democrats. But here's the thing I'm done owning Kevin McCarthy, right? We made a deal at the end of January in January to allow him to assume the speakership, and I'm not owning him anymore because he doesn't tell the truth. And so if Democrats want to own Kevin McCarthy by bailing him out, I can't stop him, but then he'll be their speaker, not mine. So let's talk about what's just happened this last week, the government shutdown, because obviously, as you know, you've made a lot of enemies uh, this last week. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm, I'm talking about House Republicans. I'm not talking about Democrats or the media. I'm talking about House Republicans. They're pretty angry. Take a listen. Unfortunately, uh, a handful of people, and in particular a party of one, Matt Gates, uh, have chosen to put his own agenda, his own personal agenda, above all else. He's not a conservative Republican, he's a charlatan. They killed the most conservative position we could take, um, and then called themselves the real conservatives, which is like, make that make sense. Now, the conservative Wall Street Journal editorial board wrote an editorial about what you're doing called a government shutdown for dummies. And among the criticisms, they said, quote, the real goal of the malcontent seems to be to topple Mr. McCarthy for personal spite. It's also pointlessly stupid with failure foreordained. Their constituents wanted conservative policies. But the Gates Republicans are playing personal games. What do you say to these conservatives, these Republicans? Well, I think what's really stupid is sitting atop a $33 trillion debt facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits while the world is de-dollarizing. Just in August, you saw the BRIC system uh, that is moving away from the dollar add six new countries, including Gulf monarchies, including even some of the G20 economies in so our own hemisphere. People at home, that's a BRIC is a, a Brazil, Russia, India, China. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and they are moving away from the dollar. You're seeing the African Union move away from the dollar. U.S. News just last month said that de-dollarization was the economic trend of, of our day. And so some people try to make policy disagreements personal because their own policy failures are so personally embarrassing. But, but this isn't personal, Jake. Yeah. This is about spending. This is about the deal Kevin McCarthy made. If Kevin McCarthy didn't want to keep the deal to return to pre-COVID spending, if he didn't want to keep the deal to have single subject spending bills, not vote for government spending all up or down at once, then he shouldn't have made that deal. So this is about keeping Kevin McCarthy to his word. It's not about any personal animus or decision. So let, but let's... <clears throat> well, I'll say this about that. I think Gate. I think Matt Gates listens to the show, guys. What do you think? What do you think? You you heard that last little bit there, right? About the about the money, about bricks, right? I, he's a fan. Hey, Matt, if you're listening, and you, uh, I would love, of course, to have you on the show. I know I'm being funny. I'm sure you don't listen to the show, but if he does, don't try on America.com. Detom underscore seventeen seventy five on the Twitter machine. Come on, buddy. Come on, Florida boy. Come on, let's do this. All right. So, uh, interestingly enough, as that aired a few hours later, uh, House Republicans reportedly looking 
to expel Gates by using findings from upcoming ethic reports. No one can stand them. I'm not going to read this whole report because I've already been blabbering on for an hour, but stuff, right? I thought I had a fucking clip here. Hold on. What is this one here? Nah, it's poopy pants. We'll go back to that in here. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, but most of the most of the people that are complaining are fucking rhinos anyway, and I'll be honest with you. I uh I don't trust these uh some of these fucking people, especially like Dan Crenshaw and uh I, I fuck. I thought I had a video here. I guess I don't. Ah, you don't want to listen to another video anyway. Who cares? Who cares? Fuck it. Anyway, here's here's what I say about this. You heard what he said. Like Matt Gates, hate Matt Gates, whatever. If um, if you have so many people that hate you, you might be onto something. And uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how this. And here's a, here's another thing. And I'm and this is not criticism against Gates or any of these other crap ass Republicans, but. We're going to spend a week of the 40, however many days, dealing with McCarthy. I personally think Matt Gates and, and whoever else may or may not be listening to this, maybe, hear me out, we focus on the spending bill, number one, then get McCarthy out. Well, why does it matter? Well, it matters because if they focus on McCarthy and let's say they actually get the votes and get him kicked out. Okay, and let's say that all happens this week. Let's just say that happens. And it that would be quick, but let's just, fuck it, it happens. Okay, whatever. So now we're seven days down, right? Then they have to, re- they have to elect... Another speaker. They have. You remember the shit show it was when they got McCarthy in. Remember that? That was like a two-week process. So now you're talking two, three weeks into the forty whatever days. <laughs> you're halfway through your number, just trying to get someone to lead the fucking Congress. Then what happens on November seventeenth? We still haven't got a spending bill. Oh, let's do another forty-five days. You see what I'm saying? Guys, just fucking get the damn job done that you're there for. Or we're gonna, or we're gonna fire you. How does that sound? How about we, the people, uh, fire you? Do we have the balls? Because I know someone else that needs to be fired. Here's uh, uh, <laughs> Biden. He looks like he. <laughs> I'm gonna play this real quick. Listen, listen to this motherfucker. Listen, just listen. I hope this experience for the speaker has been one of a personal revelation. I'm not being facetious. I, uh, um, McConnell moment. Anyway. Um, and if you've seen this video, dude, he looks like fucking straight death. I'm not I'm not being funny. He sounds even worse. This guy, I'm sorry. We are fucked as a country if we continue to let this jackass lead the country and the 600 or whatever jackasses in Capitol Hill to help him along the road. These, I would say 90% of these motherfuckers need to go away. We need a new fresh crop all right last but not least it's just something i saw i have nothing to back it up but i'm gonna say it anyway saw this little ditty on uh the twitter x machine here breaking biden has ordered the fbi to make unannounced home visits to trump supporters nationwide over 100,000 such knock-and-talk visits have occurred. The FBI agents ask, um, you haven't done anything wrong yet. We just want to talk. If this is true, if, I'm saying if this is true, would this be a form of voter intimidation? I would say, yeah. I mean, they're already in interfering with the voter, uh, with the election, so why would they not continue to do so? Uh, 
if this is true, guys, it's going to be an interesting year, to say the least. All right, guys, with that being said, it's all I got for you today. Just over an hour. Um, guys, a couple things real quick. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, guys, if you can leave me a five-star, if you want to leave me a, a review, that'd be great. I love seeing those. Uh, if you want to follow us on the uh, social media, we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. And on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And we are also on the interweb at Don't Tread on America.com. And, uh, yeah, DTOM store, guys. Don't forget, check it out. New stuff, I've added. Hoodies, check it out. It's getting cool out. It was 90 today. Ooh. <laughs> But I know other places in the country it is cooler. So check it out, guys. Uh, the longer, the more stuff people buy, uh, the more I'll keep. The longer I'll keep the store open. Promises. All right, guys. Uh, other than that, that's all I have for you today. Um, Sunday, and it's October first. All right. I'll talk to you again on Tuesday. You guys have a fantastic rest of your Sunday and a uh, beautiful start to the week. See ya.